sound i have yeah i have that sound i have um yeah that sound uh-huh toilet what toilet mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like bingo it's like soundboard bingo you know maybe we need to maybe that needs to be a a, a goof here i, I don't think that, i don't, I don't think you mean program. bingo i think what you mean is uh, battleship. battleship oh star yes Yes. <laughs> you sunk my soundboard. You s- <laughs> soundboard battleship would be <laughs> the worst audio in any podcast ever. It's like, yeah, I mean, the rules ever. are what uh, or the the game is what you you say. I selected I one say- and then I say I selected yeah. one. And then if it's the we same put, one. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. We put our ships onto the soundboard. OK, we print out the soundboard. We put our ships onto the soundboard. Already, and I'm not on board. You, you pl- listen. You play a sound, and then I have to see if it's there. And if I play the sound back to you, you know you've you've hit my battleship. Now, then you get to decide if you've sunk it. This is happening <laughs> next week. I promise. <laughs> this is. I. Why aren't we doing this literally right now? <laughs> because. Ah. Because. Uh, yeah. I. I don't know. I don't have a printer, so we'll have to figure something out. That's the reason. Speaking of speaking, I don't I don't have a battleship. I need to get a battleship first. Speaking of soundboards, iCloud. What's the deal? What's the deal with iCloud? That is that is the worst Seinfeld ever. You sounded like Mickey Mouse doing a Seinfeld routine. (laughs) what's the deal close enough apparently i was reading and this is a continuation i'm sorry patreon.com slash good stuff i was reading about the fact that if you add the file from a computer Mm -hmm. that icloud believes that that is the primary machine that needs to always have that file on that computer so if you did not add the file from the machine that you always want that file synced to and always available on that machine, it will not do that and it will always unload it. Okay. Um, I definitely so spaced in, out. In, or, in, order to, in order to have it constantly on my machine, I can't just say, hey, iCloud, keep this here. Do not delete it. Stop deleting this file or folder. Right, you can't priority. Because it. I... Uh, no not even prior just don't do it just okay. don't just just don't do it but the reason that you can't do that but the is, reason that i can't do that is because the pl- 
I added it from my other machine. I didn't uh-huh. add it from this machine. And so now this machine is just uh, just overdoing it on the unloading and constant unsyncing. It's like this, this new machine every every single time. Every single time I try to upload or try to to open this soundboard, the the sounds are gone. The sounds are gone. Pausing. So uh, it sounds like what you're supposed to do is download the files off of iCloud and then make them the target. Like I told you three weeks ago. Why should I have to keep this on a set? I don't want. You just found out. You just found out that on on this new machine, it is somehow set to almost read only because it's not the primary sync device. Dems to breaks, okay? <laughs> That's the situation. How, how is Apple so bad at this? How are they so bad at doing this that in a modern day cloud storage ecosystem, they don't have sharing, they don't have saving constantly to the folder and keeping it there? It's horrific. Yeah, keep ranting. Okay. Just Apple, please. WWDC, all I need tomorrow, <laughs> not tomorrow, On all I need on Monday, is that Monday? The 7th, yeah. All I need on Monday is for you to say, hey, Kyle, that soundboard that you, you got, the, gr- the grubby chili, the grubby fingers, chili yeah. fingers, yeah. We know we stole your logo and we're, <laughs> we're sorry for that. What we'll give you instead is not recognition (laughs) for the logo that we stole. No, you won't even get a cameo on the show itself. I know we we just can't do that. We can't do that either. But what we can give you is sinking. And that's it. Okay. Uh, I I really want to tune into this point of the keynote. Uh, where Tim <laughs> Cook Tim is calls out directly. Kyle directly <laughs> and looks that's a hot dog he looks like directly into the camera on the on the virtual keynote mm-hmm. and, he, and he holds his hands together and he goes Kyle I just want to let you know that your iCloud problems are my problems now now you know how it feels exactly yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to that well, me too. I don't know if it'll happen, but you know, prediction-wise, I think I'm out here on my own island saying that Tim's going to talk to me directly. That's on my bingo card. So, whatever. <laughs> you you do what you need to do, Apple pundits, and I'll uh <laughs> the one I'll... rumor, the one rumor <laughs> that, that people just can't just can't get on board with. He's going to talk to me directly. Watch. Watch it. He'll just, he'll call me out directly. Um, <laughs> morning show season three coming to you live here. They haven't on, even done season two stuff. yet. Whatever. Doesn't matter. I season don't know. three is in, <laughs> season three is incoming. Sure. <sighs> are today's headlines it's actually just the one headline uh twitter blue the 
what did Twitter blow? Excuse me. <laughs> Twitter blew out its birthday candles and is mm. is uh, launching a subscription service, which actually started rolling out yesterday uh, in Canada and Australia first. So what? Uh, yeah. Wait, wait. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, what? 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 Yeah, exactly. Uh, Twitter has officially announced Twitter Blue, a paid subscription service that offers access to new features like undoing tweets and viewing threads in an easier to digest reader mode. Uh, it will be, like I said, first available to Canada and Australia, where the subscription will cost uh, $349 Canadian or $449 Australian per month, respectively. We already have a good idea of what these features are uh, from some rumors that launched uh, last month. But now they've kind of fleshed out the features officially. So they have undo send, which is, uh, I guess, a way to retract your tweet before actually going live. And you can set a timer for undoing your tweets that can last up to 30 seconds. So a 30 second undo button, I guess, is what people wanted. Nope. No, exactly. They, nope. They wanted an edit button, but they okay. wanted it. Go ahead. Th th which means that, you, I mean... 30 seconds to catch an edit is okay, but you don't, you don't tend to catch edits uh, until someone points it out. So you, you were expecting a 30 second reaction from somebody else. Well, it doesn't hold on. It doesn't say that they'll be visible. It just says that you can see them for 30 seconds before they get posted. Right. It's like, it's like what uh, uh, email services have done recently with undo send. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't, I'm not on board with this one either, because like I said, it usually takes somebody else to 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 catch the edit. My eyes don't work that way. Uh, and a bookmark folders uh, feature lets you group saved tweets to make them easier to find later. A reader mode lets you keep up with threads by, quote, turning them into easy to read text and mashing together tweets into one page. I think there's already services that do that. Uh, other Twitter blue features are purely aesthetic, like a new color theme option and the ability to change the color of Twitter's app icon, which a lot of other apps still do. So. All right. So not paying is what I'm saying. <laughs> not worth it. Nothing about ad free. Nothing about. Uh, opting you out of the sale of your information, no additional privacy, like you can, you know, soft block people easy. I mean, privacy things should be a given, right? A hundred percent. But mm -hmm. being able to be, I don't know, totally under the radar, like observer only. I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I not my job Marker. to figure out Twitter's feature set. The one thing I will say about this new service that they have. Just. You didn't call it Twitter plus. <laughs> you resisted the temptation. Yeah. That the rest of the industry has to add that addition symbol to everything yeah sure credit where credits do i suppose um they also have here that it has the same number of letters though and that bothers me so whatever <laughs> well twitter blue subscribers will also get access to quote dedicated subscription customer support 
The customers or the company says this means that Twitter Blue users will get an expedited time frame for resolving account and subscription issues. Okay. Um, that's okay. That, that that falls in the category of like sort of, you know, service level well, privacy type things. It doesn't, but it, the, that support does not apply to uh, abuse or harassment reports. Those uh, still go through the same process that everything else goes. So this is basically if you buy a subscription, you then get to talk to the subscription people faster, I guess. About your sub- about your subscription? <laughs> about your subscription. I, I don't know. It it's I, or I guess you pay and then if you get blocked or suspended, they let you know immediately. It, are they <laughs> doing subscriptions through Google Play or Apple? Do you know? That is a good question. Let's take a look here. Uh, like I said, first launching in Australia and Canada. To, this is what Twitter says. It's to gain a deeper understanding of what will make your Twitter experience more customized, more expressive, and generally speaking, more fire emoji bars. Um, didn't really give a timeline on when it will expand to other regions. Doesn't really say through which means you will be getting uh, a subscription or which which uh, service you actually have to go through. If it's just through the through the Twitter, I can't imagine that it's through the Twitter app, right? Because then I then uh, uh, Apple and Google will take a cut. This is probably done through the web service mm-hmm. with a browser. That's the only way that you can access it. Oh, Kyle's Kyle's typing. There's an easy way to find out. Okay, let's let's uh, let's see. And and doesn't say. It oh. does look like you can you can see that you can use the features inside of the application, but actually <clears throat> signing up uh, is in the app. Yeah, they do have sub- a subscription screen, so it looks like they're at least for the first <clears throat> million that they'll make on this. Um, they're gonna for the year. They'll be going through the app store. Oh, and that's surprising. I, I guess I think it simplifies things dramatically for, for subscription management for Twitter. They don't have to handle refunds. They don't have to handle, um, subscription management themselves. Yeah, I guess that's true billing uh currency conversion but like they, all of these things that come with dealing with a subscription inside of an app they don't have to deal with that if they just use the in-app versions of this yeah but what about the expedited service that they're gonna offer it's it can't be related to it can be related to an account it cannot be related to like hey give me a refund you you all of those are processed through well, the store if you subscribe through it through the store then and that process uh let me tell you that process apple uh, tim i'm talking to you again <laughs> you what you've done you yourself with your subscriptions um specifically for apple music i somehow this weekend was on my apple tv uh-huh. and Spotify, once again, uninstalled it, reinstalled it, uninstalled it, reinstalled it, uninstalled it, reinstalled it, didn't work Uh over and over and over again. So I was like, all right, you know what? Fine. Let's see if Apple Music can let me just turn on the radio or whatever, Mm -hmm. the Apple Music radio, just like play. Hey, Apple Music, I bought your $299 device. 
how about I just get to, you know, play a, a song, you know, like a, a station for believe, whatever. I can't believe I you spent $299 on a $179 product. How much what? No, it was at least 200. It was at least $270, wasn't it? No. The Apple TV 4K launched at 179 for the 32 gig. Oh and no, I got the 64. Oh, that was 199. Why was it $170 when I paid for it? You just said I mean, 200. No, 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 270. I corrected myself. Something's wrong with it's in, in here. Your brain. It's, it's right <laughs> Some, inside there. Something is. But I went to, to listen. I went to no, 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 no. Now <clears throat> my phone's dead. I don't know what's going on. the The world, the world is ending. I went into the Apple TV, went to the music app, and it was like, oh, start listening. It just said start listen. The button says start listening yeah nothing nothing that was the about first time that you launched it yes the first time and it's okay. like okay yeah of course i'd like to start listening so i start listening it loads it up and i find an album and i start playing an album then i get a notification on my phone from my apple card and it says oh 14.99 charged wait 14.99 yeah. Oh, because you're on a, a family plan. For the family plan, for the first three months, is $14.99. So, good-ish price. But still, no confirmation. No, hey, this is going to cost you money, bud. Are you good with that? It's because you Nothing. were a previous subscriber. I'm sure that that's what they did to make you have a seamless uh, re-entrance. So, so so seamless, in fact, that I immediately went to the subscription uh, management tab mm-hmm. in the app mm-hmm. and asked to have it refunded. Do it. Yeah. Just fix that. Like, I bought one of your things. You give me TV for a year. Just give me the ding dang music. That's all I need. Yeah, but they're going to do the lossless stuff and they want you to pay for that. To cover the cost. What? How about costless music? That's ah. what I would really like to go for. That would be that would be ideal for my situation. Just well, pay the royalties to the music. You are all sorts of ranty. Today. And then, and then you are really have, you really want that Tim Cook call out. I have I have these demands, and I need Mr. Cook to. Uh, call me from the apple tree to let me know that he sees me. That's all I need. Okay. So anyway, Twitter blue. I, I'm not going to go on another no. rant. I uninstalled Tweetbot because <gasps> that application what? is bad. What? Yeah. Not good. Wait, what? <sighs> Privacy practice wise. Great. Thank you. I appreciate that. There's no ads. I appreciate that. It's a, t- a timeline. Okay. Wait, Okay, give me give me the reason that you you stopped using Tweetbot. Let's hear this. The huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to. I don't want to go into it. I don't want to go into it. It doesn't what? matter. Come it, on, the, come on. The, <laughs> what? One, my fo- one, my phone is dead. <laughs> Two, I don't remember. I uninstalled it. It doesn't matter anymore. You don't remember why. 
when I uninstall an app, it's much like moving out of a house. I just my oh. memory gets wiped. All the furniture gets all the furniture gets melted, and then I just I move on with my life, and I reinstall the Twitter app, and now I'm going to buy Twitter Blue probably because that's how things go. <laughs> I will never uninstall or ever stop using TweetBot. I love it too much. No ads is great. The fact that all of my tweets come in chronological order, no matter what, I'm not seeing any out of place or, oh, this is highlighted. Get out of here. Chronological, I keep up with everything. I read everything. That is how I consume Twitter. I know that that is not how other people do it. I know that the reason that Twitter started doing their highlighted tweets and their ads and everything is because people just kind of want to see what's happening and they don't really care about reading every single tweet from every other follower. But I do. If you just read, it's fine. But if you want to, like, vote on a poll. Oh, or my if gosh. You wanna, Are you serious? The reason you, that wanna, you deleted TweetBot is because you couldn't <laughs> vote in a poll? <laughs> That's the reason you deleted it? There are first you party features. You can have features. two apps, Kyle. You can have both of them. If you oh, want. absolutely not. No. Oh, no. No, 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 yes, no, no, you no, no, can. no, 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 no. Much like Alton Brown, single-use applications for one purpose into one service is the only way to go. That is, I need a unitasker, and that unitasker... Wait, is that the opposite of what Alton Brown tells you to do? I don't remember anymore. <laughs> hey, we need a Tim Cook call-out and an Alton Brown call-out. Can, uh, can you imagine if... Oh, uh, Alton Brown does a, a segment on the keynote, and he's like, Hey, Kyle, I heard you wanted to call-out. <laughs> I'm here too. Tim, Tim Cook, called Tim me. Tim Cook's we're, like, we're <laughs> we're gonna send it over to Alton Brown for a really quick uh, single app uh, introduction. And he and he turns to you and he goes, "Hey Kyle, it's Alton Brown here." Nah, that's not what I said. And I, then it <laughs> immediately goes back to Tim Cook. And he's like, "Told you, Kyle." <laughs> I think we just we're gonna need to do an Alton Brown zero ingredient then for oh, for a new segment. That's a good one. Um, yeah. All right. Nothing, well, nothing beats uh, Gordon Ramsay, but maybe Alton Brown could get close. It, he probably doesn't like slap things enough, <laughs> I would guess. You know. Uh, sp- speaking of slapping food, yeah. Today's special. <clears throat> moving to June third. Uh, no, that's today. No, that's oh shoot! It's 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 tomorrow. All right. Folks, listen. We record the night. Oh my god! You got me. Before. Oh, that that was like that was like all the air escaping because I was trying to hold in a laugh, and then it came out as a cough. <sighs> I'm going. Like that. I'm going to. I'm going to kill my own brother live on a podcast. <laughs> oh, because good because we have there's three of us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hor- horrible. Horrific! Just you said you're, it. You're, you said you're, you're the, gonna kill somebody. <laughs> you, you are the one. One hundred percent. How is that not <laughs> horrific? <sighs> it would. It would be. It would be an accident. <laughs> they. They couldn't convict. That's, that's premeditated. You just told me it was gonna be an accident. <laughs> All right, wipe it from the record. Take that off. I don't know. I don't need that. Now you know how it feels. <sighs> All right. Uh, today's national day is National Cheese Day. Oh, wow. How broad. It's stinky. It's smelly. And you can grill it. It's that. No, good. no, no, no. Do not do not fall into this into this false 
uh, belief that you can grill cheese. I watched somebody do that on the worst cooks in America on Food Network. Ridiculed for years. How do you think? How do you think I got jokerified and cut my mouth here on the edges? If not for the grilled cheese from the squeeze in. <laughs> that's not really. That's not really a joker laugh. <laughs> Is that? Yeah! Oh no! Is that a little closer? <laughs> it's National <laughs> Cheese Day. Watching you do that with your mustache—you're <laughs> just, you're just holding up the edges of your mustache. You're not even pointing at the corners of your mouth. <laughs> so, so what if the Joker? What if? What if the Joker just did that? Just. It's mustache you're doing, only. You're doing even, more than. I don't even know if it's. Uh, what's what's the the actor's name who did the original Joker in the series? Mm, mm-hmm. Something Caesar yeah. or something. I'm just I'm just gonna nod and agree. Okay. <sighs> anyway, National so, Cheese Day. So what? Um, any kind of cheese? There are many varieties of cheese celebrated on National Cheese Day, which is today, June fourth. Uh, cheese and cheese making is ancient and uh, some may say a sacred craft. So ancient, in fact, it predates recorded history. Some speculate. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Yep. It's it, before, the word. Before we could even conceive of the history of cheese, it existed. How do you know? Oh, because it was it existed before we could record it. Then how do you know when? Then how do you know it was a thing? Kyle's typing in I'm, some existential doing, questions to Google. I was doing a little bit of cheese research, and the recorded history part of this is uh, somewhere around 8,000 BCE, uh, shortly after the domestication of animals. So okay. just as soon as we were able to stop the cows from running away from us, we decided to give me your uh, milk. I'm going to squish it into some cheese. We decided to take the milk. And then somewhere in the midst of that, someone probably forgot one of the jars that they had stored the milk in for mm. a long time. And they, and then Frank, it fe- Oh, Frank. It, he then, then Frank knocks it over. Oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. He's drunk on milk. Uh, I'm so I've I don't know what I did to make this this milk so old, but why don't I eat it? (laughs) I think. Listen, this is sort of our thing right now, and what we're doing is trying the new weird things, the new weird foods that we everything these days. Doesn't matter if it's gross, doesn't matter if it's good, doesn't matter if it's living, doesn't matter if it's dead. We we dirt, it rocks. Yep. Old jars of milk. Everything. It's like, a, it's like America's test kitchen, but old. But who what's America? I'm but, <laughs> <laughs> I I have no idea, but let's try let's try Stop putting your hand this. on your mouth, please. Let's tr- let's try eating this weird cow 
product. <laughs> we speak perfect English here in 8000 BCE. That is that is that is correct. Yes. Uh, archaeological digs have found evidence of cheese around the world. Don't eat that one. Uh, don't don't eat the archaeological dug up cheese. Don't don't eat it. It's aged. Oh, aged. Yeah. Yeah. By uh, quite a millennia. That's true. Yeah. Um. So anyway, it does a bunch of stuff, and then there's a bunch of uh, and then we got craft singles, colonial and imperialist people, and it's all pretty bad overall. But yeah, then craft singles come along, and just that's we've got it, folks. That's the one. That's, so that's the one we need. They they don't even write the word cheese on the logo of a craft single. It's I don't even think cheese is named on the product at all. It's like dairy product. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Give me let's let's go ahead and let's do this. Um mass what? production of cheese. I'm going to do a, let's do an over under. I'll give you a year and you tell me if the mass production of cheese, so a farmer uh-huh. uh being credited to be the first to make an assembly line of cheese production in New York which year this was uh over over under right before after okay 1912 oh before you do that it is, that is um correct oh, yes wait where are those Eight, sounds 18 <laughs> at the very bottom all <clears throat> all the way at the bottom um i found that one 1851 was, in fact, when the ma- the first mass production of cheese happened. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, of more. course, uh, no, just the next thing here is just craft singles. So oh, okay. I don't. No innovation uh, between between the two of those times. All right. Um. There are. Let, let's do over under again here on the number of French the different French cheeses. 605 more or less varieties different varieties of french cheeses uh over did you just ding yourself <laughs> you stinky you stinky man <sighs> 1000 1000 right. <laughs> okay you don't you don't get to do it again you don't get to do that again 1,000 estimated different okay. varieties of French cheeses. Uh-huh. Over under the number of hours it took 10,000 visitors to the White House to finish a block of cheddar cheese. Number of hours? Number of hours it took 10,000 visitors to the White House to finish a block of cheddar cheese. Imagine a block in your mind. Of cheddar cheese, uh-huh. a large sort of. I am you know, Professor Bluetooth. I am now imagining blocks of cheese. Perfect at the White House. Causing six and a half six, over or under six and a half hours is too long. Lower. I I did that one, listener. That was me. I was the one who selected the correct answer. I'm still holding my face. I am I Professor know. Bluetooth. 
How many, I don't how many, think how it, many hours was it? It was two. Yeah. Two hours. So 20,000 yep. man hours to eat a block of cheese. Now, I could do it in one man hour. So what happened here was I read these out of order. I read them from the bottom to the top. What I needed to tell you uh, first before I told you how long it might have taken 10,000 visitors to eat the the block of cheddar cheese. The block was 1,400 pounds of cheddar cheese that was delivered to the White House. What? Um, so that would have changed your answer probably quite a bit. Uh, Wait, which president? When was this? What year? A- Andrew Jackson. Mm -hmm. okay yeah pretty pretty bad but that cheese that cheese was bad that cheese was gross imagine wait did they like cut it or did like each of the ten thousand people had to walk through the white house and each person took a bite and then lined out and then the next person and then the next person oh we have we have those actually if you want to go ahead and oh i know it's just grab, grab and, then, and then and then and then and then yeah because that's a lot of cheese mm. <laughs> yep so anyway that's the uh that's your national cheese day that's your today's special um on the cheese train i suppose mm. uh, i I thank you. I do have a news story uh-huh. from <clears throat> foodandwine.com okay. uh, who, who says meet the two new French cheeses invented during lockdown. Okay. So 1002. So, 1002. Okay. Yeah. What do, we, um, what do we got here? So one of the new cheeses, uh, I guess, which is French for the shut in or the locked up one. Nice one. It's very clever. Uh, was created almost inadvertently by dairy farmers and cheesemakers who milk a herd of 30 cows. The cattle are an heirloom variety native to some sort of mountainous region. You can't uh, read any of these French words. (laughs) Absolutely not. Uh, In eastern France. I'm going to skip over all the French words. I'm not saying that. What kind of cheese is it? it, what What is it like? Um... Let's see. Let's let's scroll to where they describe uh, the cheese. Uh, uh, I don't like the description already. I just read two words. The new cheese developed a spotted gray rind. No, that means it's bad. That is that is like the markers for spoiled food. When your <laughs> your food starts to rot, it gets spotted and it gets gray. I'm telling you. I'm telling you now, Frank. Frank's eating everything. The story, the story of cheese is laziness. <laughs> Someone forgot it. Someone forgot that cows keep making the thing. Someone forgets that the milk exists. And then they got to do something with it. They got to they gotta age it. They got to put it in a cave. They got to eat it later. I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. I just read a, a third word that made me uh, <laughs> recoil in horror. Okay. Uh, it says when the uh, when the family first tasted one of the new cheeses, um, they found it had a runny texture just inside the rind, but remained chalky at the center. 
I really actually that sounds very good. I'm a, I am definitely a fan of soft cheeses. I I can runny I can and chalky. S- yes. R- runny so and like chalky s- describes soft. what happens <laughs> after I eat spoiled food. The, those are my two favorite Doug Funny characters, <laughs> runny, runny and chalky. And the <laughs> that would be <laughs> Was that kid's name Chalky? I have no idea. Skeeter, Roger Klotz, Patty Mayonnaise, uh, <laughs> Chalky. I think it was Chalky, right? My name is Chalky. Oh gosh, it's it's. We're looking it up. We're looking up uh, Doug characters. So anyway, the joke here is like I've been sitting in my chair so long. I made cheese too, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, here mm-hmm. in lockdown. Like there's plenty of cheese in all of us. So anyway, that that's the joke. Thanks, food and wine. That's all. It just needed a quick goof. Um, okay, here we here we go. Um, All right. To wrap up this, uh, Doug Funny, Pork Chop, Skeeter Valentine, Patty Mayonnaise, Roger Klotz, uh, Phil Funny, Theta Funny, I guess this is his mom, Judy Funny, Cleopatra Funny. That's from the Disney show. I guess there was a new character. Um, at the school, Al and Moose Leech, BB Bluff, Bobby Bodingo, Boomer Bledsoe, Chalky Studebaker. His name was Chalky. Chalky Studebaker. He was. He was a car that you drew on. He was a chalky Studebaker. Yeah. Right. Connie right. Bang, yep. Elmo, Larry, Nancy Panko, Ned Cowpy, Squeaky, Vanessa Van Holten, and Willie White. Hmm. This just show imagine. this show was high. <laughs> I just just imagine being in the writer's room for that. Let's just come up with some names. Yep. Patty yeah. Mayonnaise. Patty Mayonnaise. Skeeter Valentine. His real name's Mosquito. And then Chalky Studebaker. Okay. Oh my gosh. It it came flooding back to me. Like I definitely remembered that I listen. Sometimes I do it for the funnies. Sometimes. And sometimes it's just the truth. I, and I do it for the funny. Yeah. Douglas. The Douglas funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was the animal that he was looking for in the very first episode? What was it called? When when Roger Klotz tells him he has to go out and do the do the flappy Yeah, What was he looking for? What, what is what is he looking for? What is the name of the thing? What is the name uh, of the thing? Three, two, one. Nematodes. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, I remember the sound he makes. So whatever. <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. Uh, I need more allowance. There is. So the only other food news I have um, needs to be seen to be believed. Uh, hey, remember when we played a round of fried or not on this program? Uh, years ago. Many, many moons ago. Uh, Could have given you what we see here. A microfiber towel 
Fried or not, in this case, according to Vice.com, fried. Uh, the oh, Philippine no. chain Jollibee has temporarily closed a store following a complaint from a customer who says she received a deep fried towel instead of its famous crispy fried chicken. It is a blue towel and it's breaded. It was served up. It went all the way from wherever this happened um to the and was served to a person okay so i can almost guarantee without even reading the story and just looking at the photo i can i think i can guarantee what happened in this situation um when people were prepare, <clears throat> preparing the chicken either for distribution or upon receipt of chicken when it goes into a freezer somebody dropped a wet rag and when it froze in the freezer next to all that chicken, it solidified. But it was still in, packed in with all the chicken. And when this group, when they go to fry it, right, they just dump the chicken into the fryer or they dump it into the batter and then they dump that back into the fryer. This just became a solid piece that got all the batter and got fried. I think that's what that's that has to be what happened. Like, this is not a prank. This is not. Um, somebody like a cleaning towel that was just hanging out in the kitchen made its way into somebody's food. I think it has to have originated way before. In the packing process of the chickens themselves. No, not in the chicken. Well, okay, yeah. When when it goes from uh, uh, single chickens into a pack that would then go into the freezer. That's when it happened. Mm-hmm. Hmm. When it became mass produced. Yeah, but still, it is a bright blue towel. It did get battered somehow, so unless they are battering it there on site, which is possible, but it also, at the at the number of stores that Jollibee has, you which I believe, there are, Jollibee operates 1,150 stores in the Philippines alone. Oh, um, my. More, more, more than McDonald's, and so... Given that uh, in the U.S. they are they're planning to expand to 300 stores by 2024. They have 58 so far in the States and Canada. But uh, in order to have a consistent product, they've likely developed some kind of plan to have these pre-battered, ready to go, you know, totally done up. All you do is toss them to the fryer, heat them up. They're good to go. Right. So battered off site, probably. So how then? Does a bright blue towel go through the majority of the battering process, through the freezing process, through inspectors, through all of the processes to quality assure the frozen product makes it into the bags and no one notices a bright blue thing standing out from everything else? That would be the thing that I would I would say probably happened here um i don't know maybe they have blue chickens (laughs) or there are blue chickens we have seen we have seen the black chickens we've seen blue uh, Uh, lobsters we've seen blue lobsters i don't know that is that is a distinct possibility definitely but again let's take a note from frank and for science we might need to try this. <laughs> the towel? 
Listen, <laughs> that's how all the great that maybe 7000 years from now, a podcast with two brothers, um, one of them has said that he's he's potentially going to murder the other on the podcast itself. But but not yet, not until they look into the history of the deep fried towel, which is a local delicacy that everyone has. There are a thousand varieties in France. And now you get to try two of the new varieties of deep fried towel that have come out during the, the last lockdown. Okay, of- so so the name of this episode is called Twitter Blue Towel, right? Ah!